Um, welcome to the Angry Mike Grave podcast episode. About nine. Was last two years ago was the last episode, <laughs> and it was episode five. So we're on episode six. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's a Yeah. So, not winning any awards for the most consistent podcast. Um, the wait has been worth it though. But you say that. <laughs> um, we'll see if anyone actually watches this one. Thank you if you are. If you're not, then who are we even talking to? Mm. Really? I was going to say it to the next podcast we're recording, because this definitely isn't the same day. But you're officially a master of film. I am officially a master of film. Um, With only great... on paper, <laughs> due to... With great responsibility. You know, well, the, the Batman phrase. Spider-Man phrase. With great power comes great responsibility. responsibility yeah, Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, okay. So it's been two years since we last did the podcast. Um... We're not going to do a whole recap about what's happening. Some of us have been out of university for a while and in the real working world. Some of us have just finished <laughs> university for the second time because real life scares us. But what hasn't changed is that we're interested in everything film and everything media. Um, so that's true. that seems like a nice segue to start the, the podcast, I think. We're going to recap Maybe. what this podcast is. I mean, Okay, so if you're new to the podcast, um, because let's face it, <laughs> A lot of people may have died in the space of subscribing. <laughs> well, to be fair, 2016 has happened in between this yeah. and the last episode. Yeah. So you killed Bruce Forsyth. Is basically what you're saying. I, I, well. Yeah. Yes. It was. It's time to go. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um. So this podcast is what well, you, know, you're hosting this one. You, Am I? You well, tell him what it is. So it's basically an amalgamation. Is that? <laughs> yeah. You're, it's you're a word. Well, you're doing well. Yeah. Um. Of all things like film, gaming. Tech, anything we like, Lego, and we also have a film podcast on the side that we'll come back to at the end. Yeah. So, um, which is uh, the format of that's quite simple for the the film one. We talk about film and then we finish. This one may be a bit of a mess because such is life. Think of all the segues we can make. Think of all the segues. Oh, oh if you could do us a favour and don't go back and watch the podcast before this from two years ago, because between us we probably put on about three stone. So, <laughs> so that's because it's quite an underestimate. <laughs> about six stone. Um, so yeah, a lot's happened in that time. But anyway, let's go straight into the first topic of the day. It's all that podcast building up in us. Mm-hmm. It is all that podcast building up in us. I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so we can release our load well, in so this podcast. So we about things that we're interested in. If you're interested in these topics, give us a like to let us know we're not alone in the world, um, or give us a dislike because at least then we know people are watching <laughs> it. Um, so at least someone's taken nice. enough effort. Yeah, to dislike. Fact, give us a dislike um, <laughs> and unsubscribe. That was. <laughs> but maybe unsubscribe. I mean, we haven't got many. But no, all three of you. Thank you for subscribing. <laughs> you mean everything okay. to us. Yes. And two, and two rows of me and you. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Mum. Um, so what was the first topic today? So, a thing happened last Friday. Did it? It was the second thing that's happened. Oh. In two years. Wow. Well, okay. So, Force Friday 2. Okay, I'm listening. Did you get anything? Um, no. Well, to be fair, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> this whole segment is basically an excuse for me to show off. That's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So, to be fair, show them what it does. It's It can show you this little thing. No, Callum's got a bit of an obsession with Lego. No, I haven't. I haven't got a stockpile <laughs> in that corner, have I? You absolutely do have an obsession. But tell them how much that was, because I would have thought that would have cost a couple of hundred pounds. It was £80 sterling. £80 sterling, which in this economy 
don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> it's a thing. Thanks, Braxet. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I think that's, that's a pretty cool. Where did you get that from? I got it from Argos. From Argos? You can buy via the link below. <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to wink? <laughs> trying to wink and realise it wasn't really working. No, uh, but that, that, is, that is pretty cool. Um, so uh, some people may not know what Force Friday actually is. Should I tell the people what Force Friday is? Tell them what the Force Friday is, yeah. Force Friday is where George Lucas sits in his little house and he sees his bank little go house. up. Little house. <laughs> and he sees his bank account start to come up with numbers from all the royalties. So, so basically, they're royalties now, though. I'm pretty sure he's still well. No, I mean, I, I'm pretty he's sure he's worth four billion, isn't it? If he doesn't get royalties, I'm sure I he's mean, not crying. I'm pretty sure he can't sell your royalties. Well, he probably could sell your royalties, but I don't think it would be. Uh, anyway, so everything Star Wars is discounted, essentially, isn't it? It's, it's, no, no, is it not? It's just, it's just, it's just new stuff. Uh, I, I thought it's mostly discounted stuff. No, it's all new stuff at RRP. I oh. know <laughs> the one thing about Force Friday is that a lot of people were expecting because it's we've only got one trailer so far, haven't we? I believe. For um, the highly anticipated Star Wars Episode Eight, um, the Last Jedi, um, so a lot of people were expecting us to get a new trailer for that, which we didn't get. Um, so that's a bit of a disappointment, I think, for some people. But yeah, it's mostly for people who like to, you know, relive their youth and go out and buy some new toys. Which, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, everything was relatively spoiler-free, apart from one thing. Right, the trading cards or the sticker book—I can't remember which one it is. And apparently, there's so many spoilers in it, it basically plots out the film. Oh, I haven't actually thing heard this. Thing. Yeah, so. Do you want to tell me off air or? No, no, because I avoided it. I, oh, but, okay. but everyone's saying basically don't don't go and collect the sticker book. I can't remember if it's trading cards or sticker book because it literally is like page by page is the film, and then you see it on right. And it, I, I know one thing which I won't say, but it, it wasn't spoilerific because it was a. Do you want to say? Yeah. It, it's basically that there's two battles throughout and it's basically talks about the battles right okay but um well that's not good if they're going ahead spoiling the film because at the moment lucasfilm's a little bit of a mess already isn't it like but if you want to hear more about that yes uh, log in to log in to our film podcast <laughs> watch the film podcast uh but that was force friday if you um bought anything uh let us know uh, i remember when we went to star wars celebration last it was last oh, year it was so good uh, i bought so many like trading cards then and then they stopped selling them just after star wars <laughs> celebration so i've got um a, like a trading card uh booklet like one of those booklets mm. that you get um and i've got half of the cards and the price of them online now is like no thank you you know oh, really? yeah mr star wars 0067a oh. you know <laughs> i gotta sell it for 10 quid no, i didn't realize they went up in value I didn't realise that they would actually go up in value so quickly. Um, well, I, th- I think it was it was just because they realised people like me are interested in you know getting them. I don't know what the prices are now. It may have gone down, but once they stopped actually uh, producing them, that's when the price went up. But yeah, happy Star Wars Day, which wasn't Star Wars Day. It was Force Friday, but... I still think Clay should be like a better name than Force Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think why I can't really think of it, but they should be. Well, wow, that was a worthwhile <laughs> statement. Thanks. I mean, this is what the people want. <laughs> this is what the people want. You waited two years for this gold. Okay. Um, now, the next topic um, is is something that I, I chucked on the show notes just because I was very excited about this. Okay. Why? Um, it's been out for a while now, but the revamped but original version, so basically a high quality version of the original Crash Bandicoot games, okay, the Insane Trilogy. 
Um, I have completed all three of them in terms um, have of you the really? I've completed the levels. You have too much I've time, completed mate. All the... No, <laughs> I have completed that. Okay, during my dissertation for my masters. Okay. <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> don't two... ask me what grade I got for my masters. <laughs> those two things that go together: doing a dissertation in your masters and completing Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Um, I'll leave you to kind of guess which one took priority, but uh, no, I, I think after this we're going to see more uh, game franchises go back to you know some <laughs> open a can of Pepsi. You know, I'm not in the middle of talking. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're wearing headphones. No appreciation over here. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is because of the success of this because it was a high in terms of um, not in terms of profit because they're only selling the game for about twenty quid between twenty and forty pounds depending on where it's really well you're buying it from. It's ridiculous. Um, considering got three games in it in the original versions, um, but um, I think we're going to see more games uh, re-released um, of this quality. Um, which leads me on to say, uh, if you could have any game from your childhood on the PlayStation or Xbox, you know, revamped into a high definition version but keeping the original material and the original game what would it be? It would be a game that's recently been revamped and released but I'm playing it. <laughs> well, here we go. Sonic Mania. Have you heard about Sonic Mania? Uh, I have not. So it's ba- it's a new Sonic game but it takes certain levels from different games and it turns it into one I believe. Oh, okay. So I've been meaning to play that but I haven't had time but I mean if, if, if that comes to the Switch might really, I'm not sure. I don't think it has. If it comes to the Switch it'd be a perfect thing to play it on because... Sonic was my jam when I was younger, alongside Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, Crash Bandicoot is very much my jam, hence why <laughs> I've dedicated so many hours of my life to playing that again. The thing is, I, I really wish Crash Bandicoot, and it's still made because it's not an exclusive, well, it's a timed exclusive, but it will come to other platforms. If it comes to my Switch, specifically mine... <laughs> just your Switch, yeah. I'd be very happy because it, it, it's the perfect game to play on traveling. Like, if you think about it, just get on yeah, the train. Yeah, absolutely then, is, yeah. When 10 minutes turns into an hour and... Yeah, you missed stop. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that you'd like to see uh, revamped? Because some of the fa- my favourite games from the past, I don't think would translate well. For example, like the first couple of Tekken games. Because to be honest, the format's always been the same. So I think if you want to replay the first Tekken, mm. you know, apart from some of the characters that may be missing or added along the way, it's it's always been the same game essentially. In my opinion, I mean, feel free to shout at me. My mum does all the time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, make this like I'm five years old. There's one really unconventional game that I'd love to see, oh. kind of remade and reimaginated, kind of, kind of. Yeah, is the original Harry Potter games when they came out. The oh, okay, so, that's so, good one. Stones, Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, like they were so good when I was a child. I think I was about yeah. five or six when they came out. I think the problem with those games is that as the games um, went on, because obviously they they spanned a well, series of like what ten years mm. or whatever it was. Um, the graphics obviously got better, but I think the gameplay actually dipped. I think the gameplay for the first two games—it got more like, vanilla. It seemed yeah, it was more kind yes, of like vanilla. Yeah, easy choice. Yeah, no, but I think the gameplay for the first two and you collected the beans and everything. I think that's all cool. You, you still um, so to, to see that. <laughs> well, whatever you're into, <laughs> um, but I, I think to um, <clears throat> to revamp that would be a good idea. Uh, but let us know um, what what games you'd like to see uh, revamped. I'm hoping they follow through with Crash Team Racing uh, that was mm. so many people love Mario Kart but Crash Team Racing was always my jam so I'm hoping that they they uh, re-release that that would be good it would be bloody good that's why I'm saying it <laughs> <laughs> okay we're storming through these topics aren't we we're bloody are mate how long are we recording for 12 um, minutes how's that for a podcast is it actually oh it's 12 minutes recording now well, there's, two, there's two recordings anyway this, this is 
who needs to do, you know, rehearsals? Okay, we do it live. We're seamless. So Thought Park, okay, <laughs> if you're UK-based, which I'm assuming most of you are, Th- uh, Thought Park is obviously a theme park within the UK. Um, so tell the people what they're doing for Fright Night. So The Walking Dead is coming <clears throat> to Thought Park Resort, which I'm very excited about. Um so obviously over the past few years it's been a massive thing over in America Universal because mm-hmm. they have Universal Horror Nights and The Walking Dead was one of their key things so now it's coming to the UK I'm very excited to see what they do with it and there's also not one thing there's an indoor experience and an outdoor experience coming well what, what's the difference between the two other it, than one's outside <laughs> it's all very secretive at the moment like oh, okay. there's not much details but okay. I'm really looking forward to it I mean The Walking Dead haven't watched in about 2-3 years but not when even. it was on I really enjoyed it and I, and I got up to Terminus, which is, I believe, where's one of them set. We also got a guest visit of a dog here. <laughs> to be fair, it looks invisible if you just. It's just an FYI, that's what I'm stroking. It's not me panting <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> so, um, I'm really looking forward to it. What, what do you, have you ever done any live horror experiences? Um, so, the, essentially, this is like a walkthrough, isn't it? Um, it's essentially what this is. Yeah. So, you walk through the maze and people jump out at you. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. So, Spoilers. So, so fuck to the no. I have not done that. <laughs> okay. Um, that that kind of thing, thing I hate. Um, but I think it's great to have something like this come over to, to the UK. Uh, I'm sure Thought Park can do great business out of it. Um, I, I think it's a great concept. Um, I will not be joining uh, <laughs> because it's. it's Imagine by last year and you were like, it's, it's, oh, yeah, no. it's it's not the kind of thing uh, that I'm I'm into. So what have Thought Park had before? So they've had Blair Witch. Have they? Which was really good last so year. The you invited me to. Yeah, but yeah, all there. Hence why I said no. <laughs> um, Cabin in the Woods they've had previously. Right. And probably their biggest one is Saw, but we didn't, Saw, but yeah. we didn't get a chance to do Saw last year. Right. But it's such a massive name, especially with the new film coming out at the end of this year, mm-hmm. I believe. And um, um, this comes out around Halloween time, doesn't it? This is... So this is primarily for Halloween. This is in October. Yeah. Um, okay. So that'll be something to, to kind of keep an eye on if you're into that kind of thing. Um, because what we do in this podcast, we spread the message. Two years late, but still, years we late, still we spread, spread the message. The message. Um, Edinburgh Fringe Festival is something that happens every year uh, in Scotland, obviously in Edinburgh. Uh, for the international viewers uh, who are unsure what the Edinburgh Fringe actually is, let them have it. It's over 3,000 shows in one city over around 25 days in August. That's too many, isn't it? It is too many. <laughs> so we went there, thanks to a network of independent critics, shout out, who held with funding for accommodation. So we went, we reviewed many shows, I think around 30. Mm-hmm. It was a very hectic schedule, but it was great fun. What are your stand-up shows from the, the week of funny? Well, I was talking to you earlier when you came about this. Um, every two years, they do a thing called The Wrestling, where they get the biggest comedians, and they get some great UK wrestlers, and they come together and they wrestle, and it was really good fun. It's my second time going. I, I, did, I was a bit of a wrestling sceptic, went for the first time two years ago and as soon as you get in you understand the atmosphere and you kind of get wrestling yeah. like like the first time i watched it i was like i actually get this it's fun to be in the audience and get yeah. behind and it's not just growing ups playing well it is kind of growing ups playing around but you but, can have fun with it because wrestling is cool okay don't get what people say okay i'm a wrestling fan but i can imagine watching people like professional wrestlers against you know these comedians who I can imagine get blown up pretty quickly like they, they get exhausted and yeah you know but, but but then again they trained for months before this one event at Edinburgh right yeah so th- th- there was some really impressive stuff I mean it was a battle royale two years ago 
and then it was a ladder match. And from what the wrestling people there said, a ladder match is very dangerous. Yes. And professional and non-professional wrestlers should not attempt it. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was the thing that was really good. I mean, I mean, there's commentary by Andrew Maxwell and Brendan Burns, who are two brilliant comedians. Okay. Um, one plays the baddie, and the other is all for the heel and baby face peace and quality I think is yeah. believe his catchphrase <laughs> right. so yeah, yeah it's just um, it's brilliant and, and, and if you ever get a chance to go and see it I mean it's every two years ish it's definitely uh, I thought well, it was every year every, no? two, every two years every two, every two years so it the, seems like you're always bloody there <laughs> <laughs> no 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 the wrestling Edinburgh's every year oh okay yeah okay. so um, trying to think what else I saw I'm just looking on the website edinburghmicrove.com read all of our reviews um, David Trent's brilliant if you know Charlie Brooker I do he's very Charlie Brooker-ish it's kind of like right. Charlie Brooker meets Dave Gorman good. he's got a presentation and he shows some fucked up stuff it's really good Adam Riches is amazing he's an improv guy and he's one of the nicest comedians but I, if I told you what happened you wouldn't believe it because right. it was very like abstract I've always I've always um, had an appreciation for comedians who kind of improv you know because not everyone can do it. You see, you see a lot of these videos of comedians trying and failing quite hard. Um, a bit like us with podcasting, really. Um, so. <laughs> also, Nightmare Live. Do you, do you oh, okay. remember the classic kids show, Nightmare? Yeah. There's a live version out that came out for three nights. Right. That's brilliant. Um, but it's, it's a varied, isn't it? It's not just like stand-up comedy. There are, there are shows. There are Yeah, events. so there's, there's ballet. There's like Shakespeare Theatre. There's comedy, there's musical comedy, stand-up. There's literally everything you want. And music is a massive part of the festival as well. Right. So it's so big and it's impossible to see everything. Would you recommend it to a friend? I would recommend it. I mean, the thing is, if you go, the accommodation is so expensive. Yeah. You have to treat it like a... A holiday, really. <laughs> it's not a holiday. Oh, is it? <laughs> so it's basically like... It needs to be military position of, of, of like the times and where you're going to be. Right. Like, okay. you need to schedule... So like a bit hell. like, I guess, when we went to Star Wars Celebration. Yes, like, you need to say, I need to be at this panel yeah. by this time. Yeah. I need to get to this place. Just going back to Star Wars Celebration, I'd recommend that, if ever it were to come back to Europe, which I'm not sure. It's what, not next year. No, it's it's meant to, year. but they're... Well, they're cooking everything up, aren't they? <laughs> um, and also, one more shout-out for an amazing show, which has yeah. a London residency, Wi-Fi Wars. Okay. So, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of the channel, Dave. Uh, I... I'm aware of Dave. Are you aware of the show channel. Go 8 Bears? Where they play video uh, games I am aware of Go 8 Bears, yeah. So, uh, so Wi-Fi Wars for the original incarnation. It was drunk comedians playing very drunkly video games. Right. At, at the French. About okay. five years ago. And then it developed into this massive TV show. But they still have Wi-Fi Wars, which is the kind of original idea, at the festival every year for like one or two nights. Yeah. And you're playing your smartphone. It's a massive group. and it's, The technology is amazing. So you play in your browser and you play against the other side. And it's... It's just brilliant. It's like it's amazing to see. Sounds like a sight to behold. I mean, it it, it was a Friday night in Edinburgh, and they were so nerdy, including me. I'm obviously a nerd. Um, Don't know what you mean. That they did a poll on the phone of how many people were drunk in Edinburgh at one a.m. It was right. like ten percent. Right. It was it was probably my sober room in Edinburgh. <laughs> but it's brilliant and fun, and it's it's people like me and you really. <coughs> it's that it, collection. That of, you will. Yeah. <laughs> it's that collection of people and community aspect it was really nice okay well if if um it, it's something you're interested in i've heard everyone who um i know that's they've actually gone to end of a french has said how wonderful a time it is and how crazy the whole yeah. 
month. Yes. <laughs> really. Uh, so definitely check that out. Um, moving on, uh, we're going to be talking about TV shows uh, to round up this episode um, because there have been plenty of TV shows out uh, this year. Um, if I start, I guess I'll start with Game of Thrones because you don't watch Game of Thrones. So I'll just give a quick recap. I know so many people have had a problem with um, with the condensed time. Uh, how, can I, how can I word it? There's a lot of jumping about. So normally the show is like walking and talking, like a lot of travelling from one city to another. That's why I get off in season two. Right, well, that, that's not a thing anymore. One minute they're in one area of Westeros, they're on another island, they're somewhere else. Um, and it's certainly not a show you can jump into midway through season six, seven, whatever. Because, you know, this has been a... Are we, are we still live? Are we working? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't the show that people can just jump into because obviously it's been building up for six, seven years. Um, I still very much am enjoying the show. Uh, I'm going to stick with it. Obviously, next season's the last one. Um, I think it suffered from losing the three episodes per season. Stick with the money. It's, it's, it's now gonna be, down it's, to seven episodes. It's be the last one. It's going to be something more. Oh yeah, they're working on like four prequel shows. Four. So, yeah, four different shows. It's worse than Star Wars. Yeah. Right. So, um, but so I don't have an issue with that. Um, as much as I do with something like House of Cards and Orange is the New Black. Now, I think those shows, unfortunately, are starting to test my patience a little bit. Um, House of Cards, a couple of years ago, I was raving about so much. I was saying it's one of the best TV shows on the internet, I guess. <laughs> you guys say TV. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of the best shows on the internet. Um, and same with uh, Orange is the New Black. And then suddenly, Orange is the New Black was okay in the last season. I appreciated that the entire, I think it was 13 episodes, whatever, all took place over three days, which is an interesting take. I think it needed um, that though, because it, 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 it was kind of losing its context it and did. pace. And... Netflix needs to stop ending, and it's something that that pisses me off. It actively makes Chill me angry. Right? They need to stop ending their seasons with a cliffhanger. They need to resolve something in that season. Well, can like, I give can... me a cliffhanger? Sure, but actually give me some like. Well, I'm gonna absolutely screw up your Netflix. Go on, Go on. Ozark. Okay, right. Now, we'll go into Isaac in a second. Okay. <laughs> but with, with House of Cards, last season, I felt like I was watching it because I was obliged to watch it. I wasn't actually enjoying it. And halfway through the first episode, I was like, I must be in the second episode now. I don't remember the transition or the credits. Um, and it was actually 45 minutes into the first episode. And I think that's a bad sign when you're not too sure, first of all, whether you've watched one or two episodes or whether you're starting to count down how long's left until the end of the season uh, and again it felt like nothing particularly happened it felt like a drag and it's a shame because it's a show that I love and the same with um, with Orange is the New Black if they announce <clears throat> if they announce is that... it you doing <laughs> if they announce that the next season's the last season of House of Cards it won't be for Orange is the New Black I don't, I don't think I'll watch it but if, if they announce for example two more seasons I don't think I can I can do that talking of Netflix as you mentioned, Ozark, I think, was a fantastic was, debut season. It was... J- Jason Bateman is so underrated as yeah. an actor. And, and, as, director, and as director. And a director. He directed the best episodes of that yeah. season. The, the, I mean, the first two was some amazing story building because because to give a whole episode just uh, the pretext of, of what he loses and, and yeah. you feel like he loses so much from just literally yeah. an episode. Mm. And that's what... I, the, the perfect thing about that season is that 
it wasn't like all first seasons where it's like an origin story. Mm-hmm. Like you're seeing this transition into a character that's Breaking Bad. It, to be fair, right. it literally is like like having the first three seasons of Breaking Bad it into is. one episode. Um, but I, I love the pace of it because it felt like a complete season. I know? mean, I mean, to me, it kind of felt like what Better Call Saul would have felt like if all three seasons were put into yeah. one. Yeah. Because, because Better Call Saul is extremely slow. Yeah. It's brilliant, but extremely slow. And the mm-hmm. second season was pretty much leading up to the third season. And that yeah. doesn't really work when you have a year and a half no. in between. No, and it's, it's tedious. And I think audiences, like, they, they pick up on things like that. Um, but, um, but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really good, solid season. I'm glad it's just been uh, commissioned for a second season. Um, I, just, I just loved the pace um, of that. It was a great debut season. Uh, another Netflix original uh, was Glow, um, the, Ooh, the female wrestling um, TV show. Where are you going with that? Um, yeah, it's, if you haven't watched Glow, we've talked about wrestling a little bit. It's it's great if you're a wrestling fan. It's great if you you just love drama and comedy because it's got a perfect uh, blending of, of the two. Um, that's something I've enjoyed very much. Again, a great debut season. Uh, I'm glad that's coming back for a second a second season. So I think Netflix is in a bit of a transitional period. I think we're starting to say goodbye to some TV shows, but they're introducing us to some great original concepts. The thing is, I'm really happy that, like, if you asked me maybe two years ago how Netflix was going, you would say that they're playing really safe, what we're doing. And there was, and there was another season of House of Cards, another season of Orange is the New Black, but now we're getting all this new stuff, like Stranger mm-hmm. Things, yeah. Ozark, and all these yeah. new... And even stuff doesn't really work. Like, I wasn't a massive fan of 13 Reasons Why, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. It was watchable. Right. It wasn't great, but but see these risks being taken by the company yeah. and having these returning favourites and the perfect mix mm-hmm. is something I'm glad to see because because two years ago it wasn't clear they were going to do that. And and now it's really clear like that they will take a risk and they will do stuff. And like, that's where the strength is right now, is, is taking risks on original concepts. I mean, to link back to Edinburgh Fringe, there's, there's a comedian that's massive in Edinburgh, but outside, even in the UK, James Acast, have you, have you heard of him? Absolutely not. Exactly. So, so, so he's nobody, but... But well, he's not nobody, <laughs> but like he's not massive in in terms of that. But but it was announced on Sunday that they're recording four of his shows um to go on Netflix as a Netflix original, which is massive. Right. Like it's not Michael McIntyre, it's not John Bishop, it, it's James Acast, who's brilliant and he needs that pushing. And, and they're taking a risk by saying we're going to take four of your shows, film it, and put it on on Netflix, which right. is ridiculous for yeah. a comedian you haven't heard of, like to now be pushed out to the whole world by that platform. And it's those kind of risks that that makes me justify me spending my money on Netflix. And just a quick shout out, I've started watching Rick and Morty. I, uh, I watched one episode and I really get it. Right, I'm really enjoying it, um, but I've only just started it. And we're current, well, we're soon, I think in the next couple of days actually, on my birthday I believe, um, it's, um, they're, they're doing the next season, well they're releasing the next season of Bojack Horseman. Have you seen Bojack Horseman? Watch it. It's sad, it's hilarious, it's heartbreaking, it's fantastic. Um, the best Aaron Paul's been since the fourth season of Breaking Bad. I mean, to be fair, is the world wars was was in between a long way a long way down, or whether a Pierce Brosnan film <laughs> and Need for Speed. I mean, it's not really. No, that's what I was saying. It's the best thing he's done since. Yeah, um, but like. But no, I've uh, so. Um, this is the best thing I've done in two years, podcast wise. <laughs> doesn't really mean much when there's a been many. Um, but yeah, but that's, that's pretty much the recap of, of TV right now. Um, the strongest stuff really is to come. Is is probably to come. Yeah, uh, but the, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the strongest stuff um, is is currently on uh, online, which is fan- 
but fascinating to see. It's so it's so much. <laughs> it's so much more convenient as well. Yeah. Like like mm. looking on my iPad or on my TV, and it's all linked. Like it's on my Chromecast PS4. It's just nice to have that. I mean, we've got Black Mirror yeah. and Stranger Things to come in mm-hmm. the next month and a half, probably. Yeah. Which is going to be ridiculous. It's going to take up a lot of time. <laughs> um, I will give a shout out to um, me 12 months ago oh. <laughs> um, who said that I did not like the look of the series of Unfortunate Events. Um, I didn't think Neil Patrick Harris could do the job that I would have wanted him to do because the books are great. Um, but it's it's something that I was absorbed by. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was a really interesting take. Can't wait for the second season of that. Hopefully they're going to make a second season of that. Uh, but he was great. I'm still going through it because because it's quite chaptery. Mm. I think it's great to just watch two episodes of a two-parter. Yeah. And then watch another is, one yeah. and then carry on through. I, I think it's great. I'm really enjoying just every every couple of weeks or months. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I'll watch the next bit of something. Bloody finish. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Okay, so I believe that's that's pretty much it in the way of this podcast, isn't it? Um, yeah. Google Docs is cool, isn't it? <laughs> that's next to the show notes. In joke for me and Brad. Enter the Matrix. I don't know. I mean, I think joke's a bit of a, well, that a was generous term to use there. So, what what's the plan going forward about podcasting? Um, um, hopefully we won't wait two years for the next one. I guess we'll see how this one does. Um, if people like us chat and shit, then we'll do another one. If people don't like us uh, chatting shit, we'll do many more. So, <laughs> and also, like, if you want special guests, I, 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 I mean, the previous episode of this, although there was only five, we had a real, we had a real mix of people on it, and I think that really yeah. works. This podcast having new voices in, yeah. and mixing it up. So let us know if you want to see. I mean, there's a few friends that I'd love to bring on. Uh, we, there used to be three of us. Uh, this time around, there was two. Um, no, no, he hasn't been on this podcast lately. Oh, he hasn't. No, just fully Oh well, there was only ever two. <laughs> I can't remember who used to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, anyway. I think I think it was mainly me on this one. So we, we do usually focus on the film podcast, but if there's a topic you like us to talk about, it's probably best that we let you decide the the running order of this because you know it's all right us sitting here chatting about stuff that we like, but as you can tell, we're into a varied number of weird shit. <laughs> Are we? Aren't we? Are we? <laughs> Oh, how far are we getting into this? I mean, we're just quite personal podcast now. I mean, we've talked about Crash Bandicoot on the same podcast as we had the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, Force Friday, and Game of Thrones. It's everything we love, which like, was, which is the original idea for the website. To be totally honest, it was just exactly. to share things we love. Yeah. I mean, we're not like we're not going to part we're not going to pump out news for you that that we don't really like. It's everything we like, um, and uh, and I think this more than film podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's just stuff where we just want to throw together and talk yeah. about it. But again, like there's there's going to be quite a high chance that if they put something out there we're going to be interested in it anyway yeah so get involved give us a dislike and an unsubscribe <laughs> so, not unsubscribe give us a dislike where can people find you where are you at in my house <laughs> <laughs> what's your address I'll, I'll put a GPS on this so <laughs> yeah. they can come find me um, you can find me at cmorin c-m-o-o-r-i-n on twitter and if you search my name anywhere really it'll link you to the right places oh I'm everywhere I was very lucky that my name's very original. <laughs> Mine's not. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Bradley underscore J underscore Evans. He's got a short name. I spend. Bevans? I is that, spend, that, not... that was taken. Was it really? Yeah, like Bevans 69723AB0 <laughs> was taken. Oh, um, God. 
but I, I send a lot of shit and death threats to Trump, so if you're into that... And David Cameron, I've, I've noticed a lot on Facebook, there are loads yeah, of pig emojis. I do like to send a pig emoji to David Cameron. Uh, so, just give us a follow, or not, block us on Twitter, that'd be fun. Uh, so, <laughs> reverse it. psychology. Don't pay me money. <laughs> My email address yeah. is... Do you have a Patreon for this? Um, not anymore, but... <laughs> But we may relaunch it. I mean, I, okay. mean, I mean, to be fair, the reason why we stopped it before, it's a bit of real time now. For anyone that's listened this far, you're clearly interested somewhat. Yeah. So we did have a Patreon a few years back um, and, we, and we stopped it because we felt like we weren't doing regular content. Yeah. To think's honest. But if we do regular content and if I, yeah. and if I feel we we, we we can't deserve it more, mm-hmm. I, I think we will. Oh, but... we deserve it. <laughs> we deserve it. We put a lot of care into the one podcast two years ago. this. Okay, you definitely didn't take a five-minute break to eat some, you know, sausage and chips. Massive editing, mate. No one knows. <laughs> okay. Anyway, until next time. Fuck Trump. We have to bleep that. Why? <laughs> Why? I love Donald Trump. <laughs> Fucking keep that out. <laughs>